0: Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Sarikolia Kolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes my podcast. And today, um uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for supporting this channel, for supporting the podcast. Um it's always a pleasure to take time to uh to to do these videos and also to record the podcast so I can talk about things that really um matter to all of us, you know, matter things about comic books, about about, you know, uh, toys collectibles but also about life you know it's important to share life with people because it's not everything about collectibles it's not everything about comics or, or or the hobbies that we enjoy also it's about life about sharing life and enjoying life and living to the fullest you know I think we all have to live to the fullest. Now as we go through Toy Fair uh, I love Toy Fair uh, 2019 it's a, definitely a great year. Uh, there's been a lot of reveals in Toy Fair. Of course, I'm not in New York City. Uh, I cannot get to Toy Fair because I don't have enough followers really to to apply. You know, to uh, to have a pass. But uh, hopefully next year. You never know. Uh, I would love to see Toy Fair. I would love to go there. And uh, which is surprising that some people have channels that they have a lot less viewers than I, and they make make it to Toy Fair. But of course, probably they 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 many of them they they have their own. Uh, they involved into the toy business, perhaps, you know, they own a business and, you know, like in this case as a toy company or a comic book place and all stuff like that. So they make it or they have friends. I don't know. You know, it doesn't happen to me. I wish I had those friends. Um, you never know, next year I would like to, uh, to go there. So uh, later, uh, throughout the week, I'm going to put all together a video. Uh, you see a video where I talk about the, the highlights to me, the things that I really like and pr- you know the things that probably you also pay attention or, or you like, or maybe you haven't had the chance or the time to do it. I'm going to uh, put everything together, at least the things that I think are great for, for us, you know, for the people that follow me and the things that I personally like, uh, I think they're the greatest thing. So uh, stay tuned for that. But today and talking about toys uh, and also talking about other things uh, and sharing life, because that's the point of this podcast is to share life. Uh, I want to talk about something that it's been, I've been thinking uh, throughout the weekend uh, and I've been thinking ab- about that. Uh, and that's the title, of course, of this podcast today, which is reality versus uh, expectation, expectation versus reality. Um, we all have expectations. There's nothing wrong with having high expectations. I think it's good that we we make goals, uh, we make plans, and that we expect things to work out the way we want them. You know, that's what we do. You know, as human beings, uh, we get into something with the expectation or the desire for that to work. You get into a marriage expecting for the marriage to work. You get to a job expecting for to succeed in that job. Um, you uh, buy stuff expecting for things to work out. You know uh, When you buy something, you expect that to work. When I purchase even this, I would say this microphone, I expect it to work. At, the, at first, it had a lot of problems trying to synchronize it and trying to use it. It wasn't as user friendly as it seems. Uh, so we want things to work. And also, we want to buy what is, you know, being shown to us. Um, and talking about toy fair and that matter, about toys and collectibles and statues, um, and even movies, you know, even anything, video games. We always have this expectation of something because of what has been shown to us and uh, we were sold to, uh, and we want this to work that way. However, and this is a big however. Uh, sometimes they don't. Things don't work that way. And we are confronted with the reality that what we were sold to or the things that we wanted to um, didn't, you know, deliver what was promised or what we thought it was promised. And of course, that brings frustration. Now, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, it's important to deal with frustration. I, I dealt with that. There was a video where I talk about the things that people need to know before getting into statue collecting, the seven things that they need to do. Um, and definitely there's something that I want to give here to in this podcast, which is dealing with frustration, dealing with that, you know, understanding that reality and expectation are two different things. Um, expectation is, you know, something that we in our minds, we, we build this idea or we create this concept of something based on information, based on what has been told to us or what we had seen before. But when we comes we realize that there's a lot of things around it that we were not told or probably we, um, you know, pretty much didn't pay attention to that are there. Like for example, when I purchased this microphone and uh, I follow a lot of reviews online, of course, I watch a lot of videos. People say it's great. It's one of the best for better than anything else before anything else for the price. It was a great price compared in comparison to others and it was much better features. It's a great brand. And uh, when I got here, I realized that there were a lot of things that I needed to do in order to make it work the way I wanted. So the expectations were higher than the reality of the product. I'm not saying that it's a bad product. It's a great microphone. I'm not a reviewer of electronics, but if I have to, believe me, I will give it a, a, you know, a a, a 10. But when it came out, uh, I definitely was, I would say, and it was a five because I didn't know exactly how to manage it. So you work with that. And that works with everything, with a computer, with a game system, with electronics, you know, with anything you purchase in life, a car, there's always this expectation. You're sold into this advertisement. And of course, everything looks so fine and everything looks so good. But when the reality hits, when you start to use the product, then you realize that it's not as good as you thought it was. Or some things come your way that are not looking as good as, or as great as they look in the prototype. And that's something that we need to uh, understand. And, and particularly with collectibles, particularly with statues and action figures. Uh, I do see that a lot. I personally, I I do follow a lot of uh, uh, forums. I go to different places. Uh, I like to be on the know. Uh, Maybe I'm nosy, but I like to be on the know about what's happening in the collectible world in action figures. Although I'm not a big action figure collector. I love action figures because action figures actually brought me to statues. It was I was an action figure collector since I was a kid, like most of you. Uh, When Todd McFarlane was created, in my teenage years, I collected Todd MacFarlane stuff, Spawn Figures, which definitely created a market um for, you know, a more high end quality or more realistic action figures. And of course, many companies came after that. You got soda, which no longer exists, but I think they still exist, but they don't. I don't know. You know, it's just, you never know with them. You have NECA. You have all kind of companies nowadays that uh, diamond select all these figures, which are realistic in comparison to like playmates back in the day or even Mattel back in the day. So all these companies are competing for your pocket, you know, and they're competing for your hard earned money. And of course they push in all this particularly franchises that we love like Dragon Ball or you know anime stuff or any anything, Gia Joe, Thundercats, all of that, He-Man, Master of the Universe, Marvel, DC, so Star Wars, so many great franchises out there, gaming franchises too. Uh, so they're competing for your money. They want our money. And, of course, they delivering that. And, of course, all these events like Toy Fair, like, you know, San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con are great events for them to showcase what you like. You know, the things that, you know, they want to sell to you. And, of course, everything looks so neat. Everything looks great. You know, the paint application is the best. You know, the figures, the articulation is uh, bar to none. Everything looks great. However, you have to remember that everything you see that is showcased in most of these cons or conventions or or, uh, exhibitions are just prototypes. Um, Those figures are made out of clay. They're not the actual product that you see that is coming to you. And also the paint application has been done by a professional painter, a person that does that for a living. Not you know, as a living as a professional uh for prototypes. And uh and I have a lot of friends that they're painters, are product the prototype painters, and they are phenomenal painters. Uh, that reminds me that I have a statue that I need to review uh that is for um the, the saver two that we did as a special project with Eric Sosa. And uh, I showcased uh, years ago uh, just the prototype, and also have the unpainted kit. But I want to show you the painted kit, and it came to me a couple of months ago. I think a month, or two, a month ago, and I haven't uh, show it, and I will show you. So stay tuned for that video as well. Uh, when we get the time, we'll we'll do it, so you can see the final product. It was painted by a, a prototype maker. Uh, it was painted by a professional. So yes, it looks better than, you know, something that you get from the box out of the company. And of course, this always is a sad part or maybe it's one thing it's one of the low keys areas in statue collecting uh, also action figure collecting. Because and there's something that I, I'm mentioning this because, you know, I follow Super 7, which is the company that has been producing or took uh, after Matty Collectors uh, folded, you know, after Matty Collector Maddie, Mattel decided not to do anything else with uh, Masters of the Universe through Matty Collector, which is a, was a phenomenal line with even some troubles here and there, but it was a phenomenal line. Super 7 picked up the slack. They picked up the, the tap and they said, we're going to produce more uh, uh, action figures for Masters of the Universe and also we're going to create a new line for uh, the more animated or the animation style uh, Masters of the Universe, He-Man figures. And of course, they've been doing it and uh, they've been doing great stuff. You know, they've been showing a lot of great prototypes and they have done a lot of great things. However, there's been some people that have complained, you know, which obvious reasons for some of the failures of the company or some of the pieces that have come to their hands or they're not as they were shown. And of course that is, there's a back and forth. You know, of course it means that you have to contact the company to get a product, you know, to get a dip, you know, to get in this case a replacement, which can take a little while, but also people are complaining about the stuff that has been shown and it's been taking six months for that to be released. Um, I want to weigh into this situation uh, because sometimes I feel that people don't fully understand what implies to create this product lines. Uh, And we're going to start from point A and then we go to point B and then point C. When you go to a convention, uh, many of these companies are showing prototypes. Uh, Again, they are prototypes made with clay or they're made with resin in the statues in this case. They're not uh, fully produced. They're not being manufactured in a factory yet. There are just the prototypes that have been shown that they still are waiting for approval because the approval process to get a piece or any statue or action figure into production it's lengthy for some companies particularly for marvel uh, or even dc they're companies that they're not they don't let go of their licenses so easily so they have to go through the process of approval and once things are approved of course you have to send this to production and that the approval alone can take can take months, just the approval alone because you send your your product, you send uh, uh, in this case an application, you fill an application for an approval, and um, they're not going to answer you right away. You know, because we're talking about a licensee uh, or the license department of Marvel or DC of any other company, they have multiple, you know, they're dealing with multiple licenses or multiple people applying for a license worldwide. You know, Marvel is such a goal. Mind People want to produce products for Marvel because people buy the stuff. So they're not going to just simply let it go. You know, people go from work, you know, they work for these departments. They work like a regular job, you know, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. They deal with a lot of licenses. There's a lot of paperwork. You have to fill this out. You have to fill that out. You have to bring lawyers into the process to create a contract and all that. So they're not going to just do it. Just because one single collector wants things done pretty much overnight, you know, they're not going to do it for $15 that you're paying for an action figure. I'm sorry. You know, I know that you think you're valuable enough or I'm valuable enough. But, you know, as human beings, I know God values me and God values you. But for the rest of the world, you know, it's not the case, you know, so they just take their time. And once this get approved, you have to send the prototype to China, because that's when the manufacturing is, is located, where the factories are located, and it has to go through the process where they have to really design or redesign some things, because sometimes some things don't really go into production. Yes, it was done easily when you're doing something by hand, when you're doing just the clay form, but when you have to bring it into fruition through the molding process and to bring everything through the casting process or bring all the parts together, you realize that there's a lot of uh, difficulty to do it. Uh, and so there's a technical aspect where you have to bring engineers that they have to really redevelop sometimes the figures to make it doable for the, whatever you want. And of course, that makes some changes. And of course, then it goes into the process of manufacturing, and nothing is perfect in manufacturing. Nothing comes out as expected. And uh, then, of course, it has to go through the process of painting. It, most of the stuff is hand painted. Uh, so it is it, a lengthy process. And sometimes it means that you have your company have to have people in China. You have to pay people to go there to maintain the QC, the quality control. And sometimes, you know, it, it's a lot of money. You know, you're talking about a lot of money involved in the process for a lot of these companies. And uh, sometimes the pre-orders are not up to par. People are not pre-ordering stuff. So it is uh, difficult for a lot of these companies to survive. And, of course, sometimes, not saying that all the pieces come bad. Some pieces have problems. You know, they come with issues. Particularly in statues, you're going to see a lot of the stuff is hand-painted. And because it's hand-painted, it means that some person had to grab it and paint it by hand. Believe me, you expect someone to be a professional painter doing it you know, and somebody that is working just for a paycheck and just painting this stuff as much as they can and they're good at it. But believe me, you wouldn't do it better than them. Uh, you can grab some crayons and try to paint a statue or a kid. Like that's the reason why I had to someone painted because I'm not a painter even though I like to paint and I think that I can do a good job doing it. You know, I want someone that does for a living. So I hire a professional to do it, but the price is not cheap. It is not cheap to have a professional paint something. These factories don't have these professional painters that went to, you know, to paint in school. Or they went to college for the arts, you know, and things like that. So there are people that are learning. Uh, uh, it's an office. There's just a job. They learn to do it. They get better at it. And of course, a lot of the factors. They have the specific painters for specific jobs. Some are more professional than others. Some are better than others. They are more experienced. So they get the production done and everything's done, and they pack it and they send it. And sometimes it's going to be one that is just wrong. It's one that is just bad. Sadly. And this is a big sadly, sometimes they end up in the wrong hands and the person that is the most outspoken, the most uh, bitter about situations. And that's the person that is going to go to the forums and is going to speak out his mind is going to say things. Sadly, a lot of times people go and speak up their mind even before they have contacted the company for help. And of course they expect the company to accept this and say, well, this and that. And sometimes, you know, some representatives of the company are you know, they're tired because they're not dealing only with you. They dealing perhaps with a hundred more like you. And you know what? Some, you know, and you have to look at numbers. Yeah. You have a production perhaps of 10,000 pieces and from those 10,000 pieces, I don't know, 300 came wrong, you know, which is a number, you know, it's a good number. It's not as bad when you look at the big numbers of some of these production lines. So you got a few people that are disgruntled, and from this 300, perhaps 100 get just uh, complaining about it, while the other ones they just go through the route of just getting a replacement. And of course, it becomes a big deal, you know, because you expand things uh, and, and you multiply that many many times. I went through the same problem when uh, in, I'm not talking about me when I went into the production of Saber tooth with my friend. Uh, uh with Tony. We went into production, we sold a lot of those kids. Well, you know, we did some kits for people. And uh it was one person that complained about the kid because it was not to his expectation. This person they have no experience with kids. He didn't read the line. He didn't read the information. He wanted to know why in the world Some things didn't work the way he wanted them to work or he was expecting something bigger and I told him, I'm sorry, this is a kid. This is not a made statue. You know, I'm not making statues. I'm making kids. So you have to put them together. You have to glue them together. You have to paint them together. That's the purpose. And if you don't know how to do it, then hire a professional to do it. This is not, uh, you know, a statue. Uh, a fully painted statue. And of course, he went into the upheaval about it, you know, saying this and that, that, uh, that he bought it for some so not somebody else and blah, blah, blah. You know, it got so upset with the guy. And I told him, you know what, I'm going to give you your money back. And I gave him the money back. And I didn't ask him even for the piece back or for the kit back. He said, just keep it. Just because I was tired of dealing with a person that has no, understanding of what I was saying from the get go and you know kids are kids you know there's no a kid is a kid is a piece that it needs to be polished it needs to be clean needs to be all put together and that's why you hire a professional to do it or you do it yourself that's what kids are that's what a kid a prototype kid for a piece is and um, there's nothing major it's like putting when you purchase those little kids for the cars that you put all together the little pieces you have to put all the pieces together you have to them yourself you're the one doing the work that's the beauty of kids but this person didn't get it but well, you know what i'm not going to deal with that nonsense so i just him the money back and let it go i'm not going to deal with that no more it was just one single person from every person that got a kit, everything else was fine you know and i'll show you the kid when i was painted and you're going to see how beautiful it was you know the, the work that we did and I have a video where i have shown how the kid was in the initially and that's just the same kid but of course it's always going to be someone that is dissatisfied with the end product um, and that was just my case one single person Now point that, you know, and I imagine a company that is dealing with hundreds thousands of customers, you, uh, you amplify that number and you realize how much a hassle it is for a lot of these people and particularly they these companies like super 7 which is a small company uh, even though they they're they pushing the hard they put the hard and money they invested in to continue this line and they trying to do as much as they can and that doesn't mean that everything comes out the way it is and of course some people complain and I was just watching a Pixel Dan video. Uh, over the weekend where, you know, he's interviewed by Pitzeldan and of course, he, the, the guy, the owner of Super 7, he's expressing some of his frustration. And of course, people on the, on the notes are already criticizing him, saying that he's a douche, he's this and that, because this and that. And in my mind, it's like, the guy is just trying to run a company. And he's frustrated with people that don't understand the process of this. Yes, companies go through different process. Yes, you promise something that doesn't mean that it's going to be delivered. But he even said it in that video. If you don't like it, then call customer service so you can return it or we can do an exchange. Go through the, you know, through the channels instead of just going through social media and trying to attack a personal uh, personal a person and trying to call them a liar. Because this is the thing. A lot of people do not know how to express, you know, in a concise manner and a respectful manner, their feelings. You know, like I'm sorry. Put your feelings aside and use your mind. Use your thought process. If you're going to attack a person and the more in the in the personal level, if you're going to call a liar, a person a liar, don't expect that person to treat you with the same level of respect. And that's what happened here. If you call on a person that he is a douche, don't expect that person to treat you with respect. It's just battle mind. If you do mistreat me and you talk to me like that, I'm gonna talk to you like that back. You know, I'm a person that I'm a, fe- I'm a feisty person and I'm a respecter. I respect people. And as long as you respect me, I will respect you. The same happens here. The problem is that we have uh, gone uh, in this new era of social media. And I have mentioned this before we have gone from being nice to be, uh, you know, jerks online. You know, we are jerks with people, you know, this people is doing a job, you know, and there's a lot involved in the process of this companies and manufacturing. Um, the expectations are too high sometimes for us. We have to limit our expectations. We have to understand this. You know, I can tell you one thing. And getting closer to the end of this podcast, um, I remember when I was a kid. I love action figures. You know, we all have these memories of the action figures we grew up. I grew playing the GI Joe, the Star Wars figures, Ghostbuster figures, He-Man, Masters of the Universe, Thundercats. All those uh, wonderful figures that we had, and the quality and you know, all that, and we play all these things. Of course, we talk about them, we glorify them, we do all of this. You say, oh, those are the greatest toys ever made. They were strong, they're big, and all that. Now, with years come by, and we go back to those toys, we realize a lot of the, you know, some things are good from those uh, those figures. But we compare them with the new figures that we have nowadays. You realize that they're not as great as we thought they were. Yes, now we can see them from a perspective of, okay, you know, now I'm in my 40s when I was 10 yeah, yeah, we're the greatest things ever. You know, this figure is very awesome. But now I'm 40 and now I can compare it to something new. It might be lighter, but there's a lot of improvements to the quality, to the molding. You know they're closer to the the characters on screen you know they look like them the and in you know in this case the articulation is amazing we have come a long way technologically you know there's a lot of improvements over the old one but because nostalgia we're looking at the old one is the best thing and we don't see the improvements here doesn't mean that the figures are going to be perfect doesn't mean that everything is everything is going to please everybody no it's going to be challenges. It's going to be difficulties. Sometimes things don't match what we want. And if we return it, we expect for the next thing because believe me, it's going to be someone else is going to pick up that and it's going to produce something that is more to our liking there's no need to get salty about it. There's no need to get, uh, you know, attack people because of that, because that is makes us look like jerks. And that's something that, you know, it came to a point that companies are going to say, you know what, it's too much hassle to deal with this. So we just drop this. We on to the next thing to a different line. So believe me, you know, when Mattel decided to let go, if it wasn't for super seven, we would not have any more figures for the masters of the universe. It was them that decided they saw the necessity and they took it. But, you know, what does not mean that we'll have it forever? You know, they're also going to get tired. Companies get tired of dealing with some customers, and they just move on to the next thing. They sell the company. They move on. And the company that comes and takes over and say, you know what? There's no need for this. You know, we're going to move to something that makes more money. So, at the end of the day, we lose because our complaining and because our whining. You know, we need to stop, you know, being whiners and being realistic. You know, be realistic about what we expect. You know, I'm not saying here that it's big garbage. You know, if there's something that is garbage, then mention it, say it. I'm sorry, but this is not what I was promised. Send it back, return it, get my money back, you know, and but do it with respect and honor people because they're doing their job. You know, they're not there to stiff you or to take your money. You know, realize this when you're pre-ordering something, the time that it takes is it's not a promise that it's going to be next week or two weeks or a month or two months, three months. It can take six months. It could take a year. You know, in in statues, sometimes it can take years until something is released. Keep that in mind. It's on the notes down below. It says, you know, the release time is not promised. Nothing is promised in life. Nothing is promised. So if you really want it, then just follow this, the, the the line. But remember. Follow what they ask you to do. Do what they ask you to do. Put the money down, whatever. But remember you were not promised a date, you were not promised something, you know, even the final product might not match what the product that was shown on the exhibit. So keep that in mind. So what is your opinion? I know that this is, there's a lot to take. You know, I'm not trying to, to be here. I'm playing devil's advocate in many ways. Uh, I'm not trying to, to one be on one side of the other, but I do feel that sometimes our expectations are too high for what we re, what reality is. We need to kind of, um, you know, have milder expectations, and you know, enjoy the hobbies that we have for what they are—just simply hobbies, entertainment, fun things to do. Instead of just making it seem like it's just a, a debt of life situation. With if we don't get something, then we're gonna get a heart attack, and the world's going to end. It's not gonna change. It's not going to affect anything else because you know, life goes on, and you know, some pieces that are not made well now will be you know well made later on by someone else. So, keep that in mind. So, once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for taking time to, to watch this podcast. If you're doing it through YouTube, uh, if you're listening through iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, thank you very much. Please share the podcast. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, hit the notification button so you're reminded of the video and the podcast, and uh, also consider supporting this channel and the podcast through Patreon, and also through PayPal. All the links are down below. So, once again, thanks for listening, and God bless you. Talk to you again. Bye-bye.